Thank you so much for tuning in today to Just Talking. I truly appreciate all your love and support. If you love what you heard today and you want to know more, maybe you're interested in coming to a live event. Maybe you want me to come to one of your events. Maybe you want to do some group coaching, some one-on-one coaching. Maybe you want to mastermind and just come and hang out and bring up some amazing ideas, get some awesome goal setting. Maybe you want to be on my podcast. Maybe you just want to talk to me, whatever it may be. I love to hear from you. Please follow along on Instagram and Facebook so you can be in the know of everything that's going on with Power house and with me. You can follow at Steph Iliff, S-T-E-F-I-L-I-F-F. You can also check out my website at www.findyourinnerpowerhouse.com or you can go ahead and send me an email on my website or message me on Instagram or Facebook. I'd love to connect with you and just hear from you and support you and show you all the love and support that you show me. Thank you so much for tuning into Just Talking. Have the best day of your life. What is up, everybody? Thank you so much for tuning in to Just Talking with Steph Iliff. I am so excited for this podcast and to be bringing it to you every single week to be just talking about all the things that life has to offer us, right? I'm hoping that I can bring you some insights, some laughter, some amazing interviews with some awesome powerhouses who have let go of fear, who have totally stepped into themselves, who are living their best life so you can learn from them. I want to be talking to you every single week as well about different things that are going on in my life as a self-love coach, as a mom, as a woman, as someone who is dating and like the whole dating scene and how it's so important that we date with self-love so we don't ruin our own self-love, how to create, you know, amazing habits that truly stick with you for a lifetime so you become your best self, so you can become your inner powerhouse and how to just let go of fear and fully step into you. So every week I'm going to be bringing you different topics that align with that, different interviews with different amazing people. And we're just going to be talking about it and having the best time. So thank you so much for joining in to Just Talking with Steph Island. What is up, y'all? I'm so excited that you guys are tuning in to Just Talking today. I have my beautiful friend here, my amazing man, K-Man! What is up? Hey! And today on Just Talking, we're going to be talking to you about how to heal before you date. But before we do that... Why don't you tell them a little bit about you and your beautiful soul? Okay, my name is K-Man, and usually Carmen, but k for short, so... so Sorry, I was on that friend level, so I gotta use that. Yeah, so K-Man. My name is K-Man. Um, let's see, what should I talk about? Like, my story? Yeah, what do you want to tell us about? Okay, so... How do you have such a great man bun? Like, why is it so beautiful? What kind of conditioner do you use in your hair? No conditioner. Hey, All hey. natural. Coconut. Oh, let's coconut. Go. Okay. Um, okay. I guess I'll start from where I came from. Start my, from the bottom, now we're here. Yeah. So my mom and dad, bless their beautiful souls. They were really good, loving parents, hardworking, but they struggled with the relationship. And so with that being so toxic and being in that environment and like hanging out with my friends more because I wanted to be away from it, a lot of abuse, emotional, physical, um, yeah, it was, it was crappy. So after that, growing all the way up, and then I met my partner when I was, um, I think I was 22. I was 22, met my partner, thought she was my soulmate, ended up not happening to be what I thought it would have been. Like, you know, when you get that car, you get that house, you get that relationship, and then all of a sudden you start having a kid with them, and then you start realizing that this isn't what you wanted it to be, and and then you feel like this is exactly how it should be because you were taught from your parents how your relationship should be with like emotional and physical abuse. So then I became crazy. I started punching walls. I started um, yelling, swearing, and then calling her names after a while. So it was completely toxic. After all that, 
I ended up in jail and I ended up in jail because I put my hands on her mouth and I wanted to keep her shut and I want to explain my emotions and my feelings to her and I want to tell her how I felt because I was like boxed in. I couldn't tell her anything without her blowing up because she had a lot of shit that was going on in her past. So with that being said, I put my hands on her. It was like a crazy night. I stayed up late for my son. Um, had no sleep, didn't eat, didn't exercise, wasn't hanging out with friends or family members. Um, so I went completely crazy. After that, I went to jail. They took me in. I told them everything. I admitted to everything. And I was grateful for her. I was crying. I saw her eyes. I looked straight into her eyes. She was bawling. And I said, please don't get mad at yourself or hurt yourself for this. But um, like, I deserve to be there in this moment because I needed time and space to really think because I was working 14 to 16 hour days. Um, my two days off, one was rest day, complete rest, like sleeping all day. And then the other one was spending time with what she wanted to do. So I never gave back to myself, basically. Throughout the whole entire relationship, I had to give, 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 because she didn't feel like she had enough from me. And then I didn't have enough for myself because I was such a big ass giver. So um, from then on, going into jail, I had literally peace for the first moment of my life. I actually had peace. And so it was, it was beautiful. It was crazy. And obviously, who wants to go to jail and find a place of peace and serenity? But sometimes, like, things that happen in your life are probably the most beautiful blessings that you right. could ever, ever have. Yeah. Describe peace for me. Just, like, what is peace to you? And, like, how did you go from being someone, like you said, like, I just want her to shut up. I want her to listen. So you put your hands on her. So you, when we're not in peace, we're not, like, being our best selves. When we're being our worst self, we do things that we don't want to do. We become oh, yeah. things that we don't want to be we make mistakes but like you said I love that that becomes like your best lesson my biggest mistake became my best lesson it woke me up to be the person that I am today how would you say you experiencing that also helped you wake up to find peace to find self-love to find your worth and become the man that you want to be and still work on that every single day uh, honestly I would say just taking time to be with yourself yeah be with yourself and think about like what you're doing, what your actions are, where you want to go, but you can't think about where you want to go because you are exactly where you should be. So you're very mm, present. Yes. So you're in that moment and you don't have to work. You don't have to think about where am I going to get food and all bills and all this crazy anxiety, all this bullshit that is coming in. It's natural human stuff to be able to take care of your responsibilities. Yeah. But when you're in that place, it's like you can completely let go of everything yeah. and then just focus on number one, which is yourself first. Yeah. And so when I did that, I started reading, I started meditating, started reading about meditating books, two relationship books. And then I read the scripture here and there. I'd pray and meditate. And then I would exercise. Obviously the food was complete crack, but um, moving forward, I was growing and I was helping myself. And so I was feeling yeah. really good, really good. And after that, I was just like, this is how I want my relationship to be. This is how I would like my lifestyle. I got to remember, always give back to myself instead of just to my partner, because it's all about both sides and you have to understand. But there's so much going on within one person than there is another person. And when you mix two lives together, it just goes completely crazy. Unless you truly understand who you are as a person, yeah. you can't understand who you want to mimic. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's important that you, I think we're always going to be dealing and healing with stuff in life, but it's important to have self-awareness to a degree before you get to relationships and to understand who you are and the person that you want to be and like what triggers you, what doesn't trigger you, like is this the right person for you, like did you really get to know this person and like getting to know that about you, actually getting to know you because if you don't even know you, 
how are you ever going to get to know someone else either, right? Exactly. And I love like how, thank you so much for just being vulnerable and sharing your story with everybody here and just sharing like, I think it's so beautiful to see a, that anybody can make a mistake in any way. And you could have physical abuse, mental abuse. You could be the abuser or the abusee. That does not mean that you can't change. That doesn't mean that you can't evolve. That doesn't mean that you can't grow. It doesn't mean that you are ever stuck as that person mm -hmm. or ever having that be the perception that's the only way that you can live up to. And I hope our audience understands too, is like love is forgiving and like becoming awake and becoming aware. Like I see you as you are today. I see you as your best self. I only see you for exactly who you are. Don't do that. Don't have all the hard work. Like, like, she's the one that's crying. I ain't crying. I'm good. I'm good. She's just a good feeler, and it's wonderful. And I love that your emotions are expressed easily, and it's a good thing. You know, like that's real strength. You show your emotions. I cry during movies with Jennifer Aniston. Well, because she's just a total boss babe, but like, hello, hey, like, but I just love that. So thank you so much for sharing that because yeah. how many people can relate to you or have experienced it on one side or the other? And I've experienced that as well. And so it's just like, it's so important for people to talk about that and to understand it's okay to talk about that because that's, that's right. part of the healing process and mm -hmm. it's healing for you as much as it's healing for her. Because I think people don't realize that the person maybe making the act also needs to heal from that. And we only look at the person who was the victim in that situation. Usually. And that's why I felt completely shitty about sharing the story. Right. Like I was the one that was creating it. And right. We, we talk about the victim, but what about the victimizer? Like I was the victimizer. Yeah. I was a victim at certain scenarios in our relationship, but really thinking about it, like when it all came down to it is I could have left my relationship many times, many times my parents, my friends and family members, whatever. They all told me to leave and I wouldn't leave. Uh, and it's because I was addicted. I was addicted to shitty, toxic relationships. Oh my God. Okay. Let's bring And a good relationship with myself. Right though? Because so, yeah. it becomes an addiction that you actually crave. So we crave that anxiety, the roller coaster, That's the right. emotion of the ups and downs. Do they like me? Do they not like me? Am I okay? Am I enough? Am I not enough? Or is today going to be a good day? Is it an eggshell day? Is it, we actually become conditioned to that anxiety and to that behavior and to the effects that it does on us and them. And it, it becomes an addiction. So there's this amazing book on that. If any of you guys have experienced that in any way, or just, just to read it, it's called attachment. And that book has helped me so much through my self love journey mm -hmm. and through my experiences of dating. So a little bit backstory is like me and my ex-husband were together since we were 18. So we were together since we were 18 until 30. So I never dated as an adult. I never experienced like dating except for high school dating. And so then when I started dating after being divorced, I was like, holy shit, what is this world? Like, oh my God, are you kidding me? Like, this is real life right now. Like I had heard all these stories of life, of like dating and just like all this stuff, but I never had really experienced it. And so I had, so this book has helped me so much with just like for me understanding what it was that I was even kind of looking for or experiencing. And then like, um, getting attached to people too quickly or like the loneliness vibe that you're trying to what avoid you your feeling. I didn't know what I was looking for. Mm -hmm. And so I got into the dating world with trying to numb myself. And so part of this podcast today that I want to talk about is how, when you should actually date. Cause I've been in both situations. I've been in a situation where I was so not ready to date, but I just wanted to be distracted and I wanted to feel validated. I mean, I wanted someone to be like, yeah, girl, you got it going on. Like I needed someone to show me some sort of attention I needed. I needed some sort of fulfillment and I wasn't looking inward. I was looking outward. And so I was doing it in all the wrong places. And so what I mean by that is 
I was on Bumble all the time. I was like, swipe, swipe, swipe. I'm like, oh, hell yeah, this guy just swiped. Okay, yeah, let's do it. Hey, whatever, you know? And I'm like, yeah, I can meet you at the bar. Like, no, girl, stop. Like, who are you? Stop. You know, and like, but I think if I had not gone through those situations and made a lot of mistakes, I'm not saying a lot, like I didn't have like this big moment of that, but it's still like, had I not, I wouldn't have understood so much more of myself and understood like what I really did want in a relationship and what I don't want and what's okay. And through that became part of my self healing process too. It was like, wow, I really have no self-respect for myself right now that I'm allowing people to treat me this way or talk to me or be used in this way. And so that was another wake up of like, have self-respect for yourself and love yourself, yeah. get to know yourself before you get into dating, because you're just, you end up bleeding on other people and you hurt other people. And there was a lot of amazing people that I met during that phase but I was such a terrible person during that phase. There's no way I could have shown up for them the way they were showing up for me, you know? Yeah, I feel you on that. So if any of you boys are still out there, I mean, holler. I'm in a way better Yeah, I used now. to date all the good girls, and then I would treat them like crap. And then finally I met someone, and she wasn't as good for me. And then all of a sudden, like, I got all my karma was just, like, bombarded on me. And I was like, well, I deserve this, right? Maybe. Right? Who knows? But within the moment, you never know. You do so. never know. And I think it's just all part of, like, a healing process and going through that. But that book is really beneficial. And I also realized like I was so addicted to that anxiety of the up and down of a relationship of do they like you? Do they not like you? And like, and so this, the book also has a bunch of tests you can take to figure out like what kind of attachment level that you go through and why you're going through it. Mm. It's an amazing, amazing book. I've listened to it like eight times and every time I'm like, oh my God, they're speaking to my soul yet again. But it's just like, it's super powerful. So check it out. I feel like we need to pop our drinks. Like, yeah, we were actually supposed to pop our drinks. I was supposed to let you guys know <laughs> who I was, and instead I went, all right, let's just go straight for it. But really, this is about how to heal from a breakup or even how to go forward with dating. Like, I believe in dating, like going on dates. I think it's oh, good. Totally. It's like experimenting, you know? Absolutely. But like when you're truly dating another person, you're mixing two types of energies together. You have to understand like mm-hmm. what their values are, what your values you don't know what your values are maybe you don't have values because you've been born into this place of just like this is how your love is supposed to be like you know like me i decided to go with someone who mimicked who i was within that moment in my parents relationship and i was addicted to it because i just thought like you know you think and you feel like it is love but it isn't love because they showed you this is how love should be right And in the back of your head, you're thinking, I want all of these things, but the person that was in front of you, the person who you chose was what they were all about, your mom and your dad and how they taught you certain things, what was good, what was bad. And that's why you're just like, wow, I'm just like, this is my soulmate. But really, it wasn't your soulmate. Maybe it was your soulmate who is teaching you something and your next soulmate is teaching you other things than your soul soulmate was actually really calm and peaceful and yeah. it should be in flow, right? We're just going great and there isn't like, I don't know, drama and crazy shit happening and abuse and stuff like that. Right. So who knows? I love that. And I love that you talked about it's the energy between two people and like you both know what you're about or what your where your energy level is even at, like what your awareness is, what you're into, what you're not into and how that all goes into it. And I think you hit a couple different points too. It's like, going on a date and then dating are two different things talking and going on a date are two different things talking dating and then dating are two different things right and it's also having that open line of communication of that being aware of that talking dealing and healing and understanding like and I think that's kind of what we want to talk about today a little bit is like 
only you know if you're really really ready to date or not if you're healed enough for that but we want to kind of try to give some tools for in our experiences of maybe how we fucked up in dating how we've been learning it through dating um how we're healing oh, through so dating. Many. and so i love many. right and i love another thing that you said is like the lesson everybody's really giving you a lesson and whether that be like whoa i never want any of that thanks for teaching me that god bless you i love you from afar beautiful lesson or it was a reminder right or it's like the universe is testing you like you sure you want to go back there like that that's how much you think you're worth right now really or do you want to level up sis like or guy or bro whatever it is right and it's all a lesson life is always this beautiful rad ass lesson for you it's always happening for you if you can choose to see it in that right, right. and i love that you said that and like the gift of that like first off that's why i just love you so much too it's just like that's where your soul's at right like yeah and this drink is so mom.com bless you so let's this. talk about it go ahead show <laughs> look at this she loves her coffee right yes, super espresso yes. you'll find this at um Sprouts. Oh, we're just three for five. Right shout out. Three for five. Please go check it out. Oh, we're not talking. <laughs> Sprouts. Three shots of espresso. There's MCT oil, so it's good brain fats to help you yes. focus, mental clarity. That's what you need to remember things because 92% of your brain is made out of fat, so you gotta replenish it with the right fats. And there's and there's protein. And there's monk fruit, which is a sweetener, and there's zero grams of sugar this thing is literally live i'm just gonna take a picture with it right now she real quick because... i knew she was gonna like <laughs> i knew it i called this and now she can have one of those healthy caramel macchiatos oh yeah three shots three shots yeah, it's really good for her and she is Dude, so tasty you. right yeah it's delicious okay. when when she, where, where did we go we went to starbucks yeah we went to starbucks and she went ham on that and i just got black because i know about calories and consuming certain things so i was just like Please try this. <laughs> You'll love this. But she might buy six of these. So I, who knows? What's our three for five? Hello, five, six. <laughs> I love it. Um, all right, so let's talk about it. Wait, so, I want to play this for oh. a second because she's the only one that says jamming on a podcast. I never jamming, thought about it. So. Jamming, jamming. Fine. Hey. Yes, all the dance parties. I was supposed to drink coffee with her. I didn't. Live. <laughs> So I got a kombucha, let's go. I love, right. I love how health awareness you are, though. I just love that about you. I'm here for things. Yeah, because if you And he also had made me eat a Kobe fry. I just like you all to know that with buffalo ranch, but it was warm. It had um, rice oil, so the oil wasn't too bad. So. Bless you. All right, so let's talk about how to heal before you date. And, like, what is that, really? What do you feel like? is something beneficial let's kind of give our listeners what we'll talk about so i think what we want to help you guys is understand how to heal how to deal how to take ownership for you um how to understand you a little bit more and then find the lesson just like what you talked about it's like and find the gift i think that's the last step of it and that's kind of what we want to walk you guys through and hopefully that you learn that and we'll share some of our dating stories about that hopefully some good funny juicy ones and you guys get to learn something from it juicy. not too juicy like keep the juicy on like double bubble I I'm looking up at if you're wondering where my eyes are I have <laughs> I made us eye. a little cheat sheet of what we want to talk about because I just know we'll get sidetracked and we just won't tell you guys what you actually want to okay, talk about. Okay, so should so, we do the breakup first or the deal the heal is first and the let's, take ownership then? Yeah, then? let's do that. Let's talk about like the deal and the heal. I think I feel like that to me, I don't know, you tell me to me I think that's level one is like that helps you with your awareness, is like dealing and healing, like what's the emotion you have to deal with and heal from and like sit with it. So I call it feel deal heal and you got to feel in order to deal and then you can heal from it and so for me i had to when i was dating in a bad way 
I, the feeling I was looking for was validation, right? And so I wasn't healing myself. I was healing outward. And that, that actually made me self-sabotage. That was way. right after the breakup? Or right after. Like, I mean, literally. So we got um, separated in Thanksgiving, and I was, like, dating, like, two weeks later. Okay. After a 12-year relationship. like Separated as in, like, divorce happened? and then Yeah, like, we're done. Yeah. And so it was just, like, it was crazy. And I think, and I was, I was still like trying to figure it all out. And I was just like trying to numb myself. Right. And so how I was dealing with it and healing from it and feeling with it was through numbing myself, through distracting myself, through not showing up as my best self. And I was just like, I needed a distraction. Why so that do you wasn't think good. you needed validation? Um, cause I had been with the same person for so long and I hated myself. I was, still, I was going through my healing process of had cheating on my husband and I had a had emotional affair on him. And so I just, I hated myself that I had done that. Um, I hated myself so much that I was looking outward for approval from others and like seeking, like, am I, am I pretty? Like, am I not pretty? Like I just, and I had so much body issues and so many body dysphoria and like I had eating issues, just like all stuff that I was really working on healing and stuff. And it was all like all just fell apart at once. And then my identity is different too, right? I'm no longer a wife and I had been a wife for so long. And so now I'm a divorce. And being a wife or a divorced wife is a huge thing. Is in, this, in Utah, like, right? Utah culture. And um, I'd always worked, like I've always had an amazing career. So that wasn't ever a thing, but it was just like, I was in a total different way of independency. And then I never had not had my kids. So on weekends, I didn't have my kids. That was like a whole other thing. So I was now like this whole new free mom. Like my whole identity changed. And I was like, oh my God, what do I do with this? Like, does that mean I have to go out and party and like drink and like, who am I? And so- that just wasn't a good part for me, but it was also a beautiful gift for me because it helped me realize I never want that. And after that stage, that's when I quit drinking. So I haven't drank for a year and a half since then because that really helped me realize that that's not my best self. My best self is someone who doesn't drink. Um, and so since then, amen to that. And I'm pretty clean for a little bit. I think it's been like three weeks, so I think it's pretty good. Yeah, get it. Boom. And after okay, hearing okay. that they don't drink, like it was you and your other friend, your yeah. blonde friend, what was Alexis. her name? Alexis. I was just like, this is a good place to be. Well, and we met at Oktoberfest. You're like, how drunk are you? I'm like, dude, I don't even drink. I'm just having the time of my life. It's like, and that was faster. <laughs> but yeah, it's true because the next morning you're just like, I have all these uh, to-do lists to do. Or maybe you're supposed to do your journal at night and then you're supposed to meditate and do certain things, but you right. can't because like. Then it puts it off to 2 a.m. You're going to bed. Then you wake up and you're like, you put that off. And then it's another day. So technically, one drinking day is two days of recovery. Plus the body is like a week behind. So you have to pick that back up. So it's just, it's messy. Even for your mental clarity, it takes like five days for you to recover from a night of hard drinking. Um, And that was the other reason why I was focusing so much on my mind and my growth. I realized that was the the last time. You feel like your conditioned brain comes back up. with. Oh, Oh, yeah. 100%. 100%. 100%. I would highly suggest for anybody who's like really working on leveling their brain and like rewiring and like really focusing on themselves, like give up drinking for a minimum of 90 days and it will just 100% change your life. Or to start slow, start with three days, then go to your seven <laughs> and then you can see just go ham. if you can hit that. Because usually if you go ham, you go all the way back. You go ham, you go back. That's true. But I think for me, it was a bigger reason. Like, so I knew I didn't, that oh, wasn't my best It's because you had a purpose in the real <laughs> totally. way though. For sure. But I think, and then like dealing and healing. So from that, I had to learn how to deal with finding validation from myself rather than others, because that is a whole way of self-sabotage, right? If I'm constantly looking at men for validation and for my worth of approval, my self-love, mm-hmm. my, my empty to full on my worth, or if I'm pretty or if I'm not pretty, 
I'm never going to reach hundred percent. I'm never going to reach maximum. I'm never going to love myself because I'm putting all that in someone else. Yeah. And so let's say I go into a relationship and I'm putting all that weight onto someone like, Hey, my worth is literally based on you. And like, if you tell me you love me, if you think I'm pretty, how you look at me, like that's so not fair to do to someone. So not fair. Right. And so then I'm already setting that person up to fail because if they, first, I'm not going to be clear of what yeah. I'm expecting out of them. I'm not, and I can't put my worth in someone else's hands and say, Hey, like you have to do this and like make me feel special because that's no one else's job but my own. Someone else can add to that and they can share with you like how amazing they see you and help you see the beauty in you. Right. But that's not their job to validate you or to anything like that. So in order for me to get back into dating, I really had to take a huge break of everything. I haven't been on dating apps in like a year and a half or anything like that. But it's like, I needed to totally heal myself of my validation is through me. And I will never put that worth on someone else or put that pressure of someone else because that's just sabotaging that relationship. So how do you want. validate yourself? How are you, what are you doing? It's me. I just, I really, truly love me. And there's days. But I mean, how do you love you? Because when you're in that moment, it's not like, oh, well, you know what? I choose me. Yeah. Oh, Where no, for are. sure. Yeah, it's not that easy, So right? what did you do to help that? For sure, yeah. For me, it was, part of it was, like, getting healthy mentally. And so, like, stopping drinking and understanding, like, where my head was at, understanding what thoughts were telling me that I wasn't worthy. And it was, like, these old, dis-limiting beliefs of saying, were like... Were you taking classes to understand this? Were you reading a book? Dude, I read, I listened to a book every day. I listened to so mm -hmm. many books. I meditated. So I she stopped drinking. She developed her mind by growing, always growing. Yeah. If you're not growing, you're dying. Absolutely. Like, mentally, emotionally, spiritually. So, and then what? Else? I found a purpose. I found my spirituality. I found a higher power. I focused on me, solely me, on what I believed in. Like, who was I? What did I want to be? Who was the person I wanted to be? Why do I want to be that person? What's the example I want to lead? And what's the kind of woman I want to be? And then how would I want to be treated? And how would I want my daughters to be treated? And so I literally started writing down affirmations of like how I would want to be treated and it was like a guy would take me on dates like this a man would treat me this way a man would honor me in this way a man would see me through this like and like I saw I affirmed that those are things that I wanted and then I was like but I see this in me today I value me in this and like this is what I'm amazing at this is what I love about me this is my this is like a hard yes this is a decision for me that no matter what this is who I'm gonna be and so that helped me realize like Believing in me is also part of dating because like if I'm not confident in who I am I'm still going to find someone to try to help me feel confident and that's not fair. But let, let's say We all have days, right? We totally. all have days. Totally. So when do you know when you're fully truly confident and like hey I'm ready to date. Let's go. Yeah What what is there a state of mind where you're like, you know what? This is it, or, today, is it just, or is it just, I'm just going to live my life and someone will pop up, you know, is there the, the chance or is there the hunt or is there a balance of both? I think it's a little bit of both. I think I definitely closed myself off. Like, so I was very guarded. I was very shut off. I was very like, no one look at me. Don't talk to me. Like, I don't want anybody. Like I kind of went through like where I didn't want anybody to acknowledge me. I wanted to just focus on me and I didn't want to be distracted by that. And so I like, I put out that vibe of like, don't talk to me. Don't look at me. Don't check me out. Don't do anything. Like I'm here just to grind and focus on me. And I did that really hard. And then I was like, you know what? I want did to you burn out a little bit. Yeah. And I want, and so I got like lonely and I wanted to share part of my world yes. with someone. Right. Yeah. And I was like, I want someone to share experiences with and yeah. like fun moments 
but I don't know that I really want like a relationship. And I was like, cause a relationship, and for me it was also getting behind the idea, like a relate in my head, a relationship was like so much hard work and like so much negative communication and just like bleh, cause that's all that I had experienced. So it was me repainting what a relationship could look like. And then it was looking up to people that embody relationships that I want. And so like, I have um, some really amazing friends that have some amazing marriages and like, it was like talking to them, like what helps you guys with that? What makes you guys with that? Um, so one of my friends, her parents, like I absolutely am in love with them. They are like the cutest couple. They literally adore each other. They love each other. They honor each other. And I like talk to them. I'm like, what makes a healthy relationship? I don't know what is a healthy relationship, honestly. And so like, it was, it's, I'm still trying to figure that out. And so that's part of me dating now is like, what do I want a relationship to look like? And I know I want it to be healthy. I know I want to communicate. I know I want to speak my truth. I know I want them to feel seen and validated and heard. I know that I don't want to answer irrationally. I want to sit and wait if that means I can't talk to that person for which a day. Which is hard. Which is hard. <laughs> so hard. For a female and for a very emotional and cancer, it's just like you have so many emotions. You just walk. Bam. But would you, wouldn't you want like um, kind of like a opposite? Because opposites create certain things and builds a real yeah huge i totally need someone who's way more grounding and who's way more like like a great listener yeah like like, let's sit tight for a second because i'm a spaz i'm like her i'm like her (laughs) i think that's why we're friends (laughs) yeah no but for real because it's just like you act if you want to do something if you want to create something uh act like there's no steps, it's just act, and then you're like, oh shoot, I messed up. Okay, now let's think about it, and then like, but then let's move forward from there, and you're just like, oh shoot. So there's got to be some fine balance, and I feel like uh, I forgot. I think I'm listening to a podcast with Jay Shetty, and we talk about oppositions being so beautiful for the relationship. I give you something. Yeah, you have similar things that you do together. That's great, but it's just the fact that they are different that you appreciate them for their differences. Sure. Like if you appreciate them for their differences, then you appreciate yourself. Like yeah. you're own difference and it like your genuine personality is so beautiful because you love it for who you are and where you're at right no matter what you may be down in the slums but you're like you just know that you deserve love and by that I mean to give love to yourself well yeah I think that's a huge I think that's huge is like learning that you are deserving of love that was probably my biggest thing honestly is like realizing that I'm enough and that I'm worthy of love and I would say that is more what if you don't have that, to get okay. that job, you don't have to be this yeah. high-end person yep. with all this title, and then you don't have to be like this celebrity or anything like that. It's just like in this moment, right now, where I'm at, no matter what like shit that I'm going through yep. or things that I have to work on, like I am love right now. And yes. by that I mean I'm talking about myself, that I am loving myself. Not that yeah. she loves me or anything like I that. I do love you, but yeah. But yeah. Yeah. I think that's huge. I think we're, I think we're ADHDing and she's on coffee. Oh, so let's so think. bad. Okay, yeah. Where did we go? <laughs> okay. So take ownership. ownership. Oh, you did that. Okay, so she so, did yeah. talk about taking ownership of like owning her own life. Like the first thing was she stopped drinking, right? So she's trying to get mental clarity. So if you're on any substances or anything like that, or if you're eating too much or you're, you're this is your love, right? This is your heart. Mm-hmm. And you're not getting any of it, right? From anyone out there so she knows that love comes from within so that also means like whatever she's grabbing consuming by her eyes her ears her mouth like whatever she's ingesting has to be a form of love like it not only she loves it but it's giving love back and then that means to herself and then to her community or whatever else is going on so that's one thing 
What about in your experience? What would you say like that you've really had to work on? Or maybe do you want to Honestly, touch on finding therapy. a lesson? Honestly, therapy. I love therapy. And the, and the only reason why I love the therapy. Dude, therapy and I, know, is why people need I think everyone thinks therapy is like, you're fucked up. Let's not be vulnerable we because the weakest way. person in this room is the one who cries and who's the one that can't admit that they are wrong, right? That's like that, that's the weakest person. That's what we're all teaching out there. Not all. Take that back. But you know what I mean? Yes. But really, no. Like, I love therapy because, like, all they did was if I had a bunch of Legos, right? And it was scattered around the room, which is how my brain is right now not right now, but within that moment in my right, past, right. my emotion. So like right. each Lego box was um, my emotion and it was scattered everywhere. And all my actions were scattered everywhere. Basically, I walked into that room and I said, hey, therapist, this is my shit right here. Can you help me out? All he did was he pulled them all together. He organized them in a line, color coded and everything, OCD to the max. And we're just like, so this is what's happening. And then he'll ask you questions and then you'll just pick up another Lego block and where, where should we put this? Then you start building this castle because he's like, this is all that's happening in your brain. They're basically explaining to you what's all happening and that's it. They're not trying to tell you, hey, you need to do this. You need to go there and you need to fucking do this because you're a fucking screw up. That's the opposite of what they're doing. All they do is they organize your thoughts and your emotions and then you're like, oh, I am not that crazy. It's I like just, awareness. It's understanding just, what that yeah, thought definitely. is and where it's stemming from and why, right? Uh, that's what they should have is, uh, instead of saying a therapist, they're uh, an awareness partner. Right. Well, they're, like a, thought, they're a, thought, a thought changer, too, I think. And it's like they help you Anyways, understand what you have to understand to heal. I wanted to go to therapy so bad. I wanted to go with her. It worked out for a little bit. And then um, she kind of dipped. So I was like, I don't give a fuck. You go. I'm going to keep staying. And I stayed. And I kept growing. And I was like, okay. So I did therapy, couples therapy. But she's not here, and it kind of looks a little awkward because I'm the only one coming in. Who's the, who's the couple you're with? Uh, no one. It's me. My I, couple and myself. Hi, yeah, myself so and I. <laughs> Anyways, and after that, I decided I want to go to personal therapy. Love so it. then I did that within my company. I'm just like, wow, this is really good. I think everyone should do this. I don't know why people don't. And my my mom and some of my family members were supposed to go, but they don't want to go and on their own time. And it's totally fine. And maybe that's the way to heal. Maybe it's not. Like, yeah. I always thought this is how you do it because I experienced it. And that's, that's completely wrong. And Even with religion doing, and right? like prayer and meditation and like exercise, there's so many forms of like healing right. that you can do. So I was like, okay, so if exercise helped me because I'm an exercise enthusiast and that's what I honestly love doing is more health and wellness. So if you want to know and more about me, so I love, much about like that I and just like that. movement and amazing workout. So if you guys don't follow him, do go check him out at my core body. My core body with a K. With a K. K. Um. Anyway, so so I started exercising a lot. I went to my therapy sessions. After that, I was just like, um, I need to meditate more. Like I need to like find peace within. Meditation. And it's not about your mind being quiet. It's just like. If you're going to watch a cloud, you're just watching it go by. So these are your thoughts that are going by. Even a sail ship, you just see everything coming in, but you don't attach yourself to it and say, hey, that's me. I'm crazy. And if I said I'm crazy, then, oh, that is me again. No, it's just the fact that you said it, you thought it, you felt it. Great. You acknowledge it. You accepted it. You let it go. 
and then you just keep doing it over and over again and your mind goes back and forth and trust me for those who hate meditation like i have adhd and add so that's why my body is always moving and that's why i use exercise to try to simmer it down just a little bit but it keeps going back up and then after that add your mind is everywhere so adhd is all with the body hyper and then the DD is up in the brain where you're thinking too many thoughts. And especially if your brain has been conditioned or like whatever you're taught in your past by your parents, like you're thinking that of yourself and then you're mimicking it within your body, your body language, your actions, and how you speak to people. Right. But you can rewire it, but you have to grow. Right. So I help with like grounding practices, therapy, exercise, and then I already said meditation, didn't I? I'm going back and forth. Oh, you're good. And, and it's through that too that helps you find oh, yeah. you and find your own healing Definitely. process. And I, meditation, totally. I love meditation. Like it's just it's adding another me. tool. What, what, yes. what do you like? What will help you? And you have, you actually have to try it out like a good month and then try it out. It doesn't work for you. Great. Move forward. If you didn't like this therapist, good. Move forward. Find another one. Find another one. Find another It's the fact that you never give up on yourself. And that shows that you truly love yourself. You know what I mean? For sure. So. And I think self-love, and we kind of keep coming back to that, but it's like, if you don't really love yourself, it's hard. You don't really know who you are, what you're about. It's really hard for you to get into dating. And I think part of dating does help you get to know yourself because you're like, do I like that? Do Do I not like that? I feel like you learn more after the breakup. Oh, totally. You're like, oh, I, well, even some dates are so cool. Like, I would have never done that. I would have never experienced that had I not gone on this date. Right. I'm like, oh, that's something I would have never done myself. So it's like, you get to learn something about you and for me dating is like I just want to it's like fun to get to know other people and like why they think a certain way or what their mindset is and so you can make dating really fun and people have like this negative vibe that dating is terrible but it's what your intent is if you're going into it to in my past like I said I was using it as a distraction so I was hurting other people through my own dating as well that too right well now it's like well I just want to learn I want to learn about me I want to learn about you I want to get to know you and so like I'm not gonna kiss you I'm not gonna have sex with you like I'm getting to know you and then it's like other things can move forward. But it's like people people think getting to know you means I'm going to send you some nudes. I'm going to Snapchat you. I'm going to text you some of this stuff. And then we'll go on a date. Well, I'm no, sister. No. Stop it right now. Put the phone down. Oh, Listen, my God. Slap that shit out of your doing this, When she's doing this, this is what she's telling yourself in her mind. But it's just very expressive. <laughs> no, that's what I thought. I had to tell myself that. I've been that girl before. That's why I can say it. And... Um, it's just yeah, like, I used to do Tinder. That stuff was fun <laughs> and absolutely fucking exhausting. Oh my god! And so that's, that's another addiction. Yeah, because you, you put, you put your energy out, right? Oh it's like you god. keep putting it out when you could have put it back in yourself, right? Dude, you yes. In a sense, it's like you're creating your profile and you keep reaching, 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 reaching out. But it's kind of like the sales cycle. Like you will get tired, so you might as well limit it to three or something like that. But that's not the point. The whole point is like. You need to put all that energy back into yourself. Put it into your heart. And then into your own Tinder. Move forward. Get Tinder in your heart. Get understand. <laughs> Hashtag get Tinder in your heart. Uh, <laughs> I love you. But it's just like so I think part of that is understanding like what your intention is with dating and like be in a good spot of dating and go into it with a good like heart that you want to go through it and like you're not just going through the motions of it and make sure that you're healed of certain things like be aware of how you may self-sabotage relationships like that's still an awareness of mine is that i still know my old habit of mine is seeking validation from others right and so i know that i have to make sure that i'm fully checking with myself i'm creating the rituals and habits that help me and that is through meditation Mm -hmm. through affirmations 
through me and taking my time for me to go to the gym, to honor my body, to speak well to myself, because otherwise I'll start to self-sabotage and go to a spot I don't want to. And then I self-sabotage a relationship with it too, right? And so it's me being very hyper aware of that and understanding like, oh, if they did certain stuff, something might trigger me. That's not them. That's me. That's so right. I can't be mean Every to them about trigger that. is what's happening here. Yes. And I've noticed that with myself whenever I'm like, why can't you make it on time or why can't you this this that but it's the fact that i can't let go is because like you know mm -hmm. if they can't make it or if they can't this then okay it's fine and you move forward and you're like what else should i do for myself instead of what should they be giving to me what can i take out of it when it comes to relationship it's always what can i give yes what can i help you with and yes. not in a way of i'll give you this what are you gonna give you that no you yeah know, it's always like you give it from your heart because your heart is so filled because yes. you filled your love tank up within your own self. Yeah. If I'm a, let's say, we, what was the, those five things? Um, five love, five love languages. languages. Yeah. So mine's touch and then it's if like If you guys haven't taken that test, take that test. Yeah, definitely take that. Affirmation, wasn't quality yours, time. Words of affirmation. No, it was touch and then I think it was quality time and yep. affirmations yeah. were both there. And then it's acts of service and gifts is totally last. So if you can't get that from your partner or if you can't get that from a person you're dating or if you're trying to find someone to give that to you, just give it to yourself. Absolutely. I know it sounds silly because I'm like, but no, you close your eyes and you think about it and you really hug yourself and then you just, you really give that love to yourself. And you're like, wow, I'm just going to really soft there. That's a nice I used to work in yeah, Thank you. Gosh, you're, you're great. <laughs> you know, whenever you're feeling low, just give yourself something. And if I like affirm like affirmations, right? I expect it from other people. Well, I am this, but I'm not saying things without actually feeling that emotion because that emotion creates action yes. into your own will. So if I'm thinking like, I am the most influential individual in the health and fitness industry, I don't just say that. Like I really feel it and visionize it. And then I act that out. And I'm like, yes, this is what I got to do. I'm going, yes. let's great. I love that. Let's great. Let's great. Not that's great. <laughs> No, but it's so perfect. I think it's amazing though. But yeah. I just think in general, it's like, I think we're trying to just kind of make the message clear. It's like, understand you, understand what you're about. Make sure that you are healed to a degree that you feel like it's safe enough to go out on dates. So you're not hurting others. And like, you're being intentional with what you are. Even if you're in the stage of just being a crazy Tinder bumbler or whatever, then let people know that too. Like, hey, I'm in a fun stage right now. And so it's just being aware of that. So that way you're not bleeding out on other people. They're then choosing to participate in that. Yeah, way. be open, transparent, and yeah. honest. Like, honestly, now, I think there is this book, I forgot what book it was called, I read it three years back, and it just talks about stating your intention with the person. The mm -hmm. first date you go on, you don't have to spill your whole entire life. Like, you barely know this person, you know your best friend for so much longer, and you come to this stranger just because they're beautiful, just because they're this, 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 that. I think it's good to be vulnerable. If you feel like sharing your story, share it but don't bleed your whole entire past and everything that you and they don't have out. to know all your past no. people feel like you have to like share like your heart but i mean just be open and know. honest transparent and, and i'm not talking about the vulnerable part i'm mainly talking about what are your intentions like when i go in i'm like okay there's three stages for me there's a short term a midterm and a long term the short term is i just want to date mess around fool around even if that means like i just want to have sex and like not just only sex, but what I'm saying, I want to have a good time. And that's okay if that's and all whatever. you want to just talk about that. Yeah, People you have to be open, just like straight up. Because, yeah, it's scary. Oh, what if they leave? What if, well, you're here, they're here. 
don't you want to meet someone who's here? Yeah, you in know? the same place like in the life that you are, yeah. Like medium term for me would be like, I want to go on dates, consistent dates, and then I might want a girlfriend. So that's what that means, or maybe there's mid and long term, whatever. You can make it all up. And then long term would be, I'm looking for marriage. This is what oh, I want. Snap. From the get-go, from the first date, you would say, this is what I'm looking for. It doesn't mean it has to be them, but it's just the fact that like to make sure you're, you're not wasting place. time and yeah, you are on the same place and what what do you deserve? What do I deserve? So when I go on yeah. a date, I'm like, I'm just short term. Like I'm here to fool around, whatever. I'm focused on my business. Yeah. I'm focused on my health. I'm focused on this. Totally. And all those other things too. Whatever you love to do, like express it. Like who knows what's gonna come out of it. But if you keep hiding it and you're like Oh, I'm a little hesitant. Uh, actually, I'm short term, but this person wants marriage. Like, how yes, long do you think like, that's gonna last? Truth. Yeah, speak your truth because what will end up happening is Three you'll months, actually you're fucked. Yeah, you'll like freaking you'll self sabotage the relationship because you won't speak your truth. So if you if day one you're that afraid to even speak your truth, you're like, oh yeah, I want to get married. The other person's like, yeah, I'm just trying to hang out. Like, you gotta say that 100. percent Okay, it was nice to meet you. Or would you like to continue this date just to have some fun? Yeah, because I have time to spare. Like, we have nachos. Out. Of course Whatever. we're going to We can be friends. Like the whole entire fact. Like the thing about dates, and I know it's scary for females because there are more creeps. There are more scandalous women. It, it's just how it is because people don't self-develop. They don't develop. And it, totally. once you start developing, it like the ratio starts to become a little smaller up there. Okay? Because your mind is in different <laughs> it's places. Not and it, it, like all the yeah, hair, all the masses, they don't care to take, so they don't tear, take care of themselves, self-love. It's completely minimal down here. So you got to develop yourself and you can start finding people out there. But it's the fact that you're not chasing things because it's like money. You can't chase it. It's in flow. So you're in abundance. You're in this state of mind where you're just like, things will happen as they go. But I'm just going to focus on me and keep doing me and keep being present with other people and keep being good as a genuine like have great moral values just a genuine person just doing who you are and someone will show up and someone will show up and someone will show up with business with life with emotions with like my fitness if i want the, these videos if i'm trying to create this whatever like i met her i met my other friends i met like so many yeah. people but you don't meet these people because you're over here you meet them because you're on the same frequency. You meet them on the same frequency because these people love it themselves and they want to love themselves and they want to keep growing. They want to keep growing. That's how it is for dating as it is with like relationship, life, business, so forth. It's, it's all synchronicity and everything is one. Yes. Everything is one. Everyone is all one. So. I love that. I love that energy. You just think that's amazing. Oh, it must like be the kombucha. <laughs> it is weird because she has three shots and this is like. I'm about to take the last shot. Got vitamin B12. Oh, yeah. And the sugar. Oh, so, yes. moral of our story today that we're just talking about is just helping you guys just get some awareness with dating. Not that we have all the answers that we're perfect at it, but, you know, we're just living the dream. We're just having a good time, and we're just trying to help you guys with what we're learning and what we're doing and getting you guys to be on whatever frequency you want to be on and whatever awareness that you want, right? And on top of that, you talked about your lesson that you found, yeah? Yeah. Just your validation. Lesson, your My lesson was giving back. I love that. Because, you know, givers and takers and takers yeah. and givers. We're, we're either I, either or, and it's rare to be, like, right in the middle. 
So if you're a giver and a giver, you have to remember to give back to yourself. If you're a taker yeah. and a taker, you have to remember to give back. So since I was a giver, I had to remember to give back to myself Absolutely. and keep developing myself. And this is a consistent thing. Yeah, you don't everything just go in like life. a year and then like, okay, cool, I'm good now. It's literally no. every day. It's like you're it's like working abs. Like you can't just stop. Like you're still gonna have to have them. Maybe you can, I don't know. Whatever. I'm like, <laughs> ah, jealous. But like even I mean you still have to keep working your muscle. It's like your mind muscle. It's your heart muscle. It's you getting to know you. It's you loving you. Like that's a consistent every single day. And the days that I don't do that are the days that I spiral or days that my head is like I'm like, oh my God, why am I because whatever you consume I Dude, yes. ears, mouth. music food energy the people around you like you talked about this already but it's just like what you consume becomes you and mm -hmm. so you want to consume up you got to consume that stuff and like it's so vital for that it's just so so important and that becomes you as your best self right and so that has changed my life like I stopped watching tv I stopped drinking there's so many things I've stopped consuming because it didn't help me become my best me and so my biggest mistake really was my biggest gift because it made me want to be my best me. And every That's day I'm right. working on that. Namaste. I love Namaste. Namaste. Now you must stay. <laughs> yes. Thank you so much for tuning in and just talking. I hope you guys got some value. I hope you learned something. If you go out on a date and you have like the best day of your life, tag us in it. We want to talk to you about it. We really do. You can tag me too. Tag at my poor body. That's our guy. That's, that's, that's what we were looking at. Yeah. Um, obviously, tag me at Steph Ilif, I-L-I-F-F, Steph with an F, because I got a fanny. Hey. Just kidding. I don't know. That's all I have. Fanny. <laughs> I want a fanny pack, so because of my fanny pack. And then you should put it and behind. It should really oh. have the peaches behind it and be like, this is my fanny. You like my fanny? Do you like my fanny? Yeah. Steph, fanny. Okay. That's all I got to say for you guys today. Have the best day of your lives. And my Instagram, so that we can link, is my core body. M Y K O R E body. B O B Y. Since we're like linking. Yeah, let's do it. I love all that. Is there like an end quote you want to give them, or like your like what's like? Oh, you know what I always say on my yeah, um, social feed? I say, stay healthy, happy, and hungry, my friends. Love you all. Have the best day of your lives. Hey guys, thank you so much for tuning in to Just Talking today. I hope you got some value out of it. I hope you learned something. I hope you laughed. I hope you cried maybe a little bit if it's one of those kind of episodes. I just want to thank you so much for all your love and support and you just tuning in. It really means the world to me. If you would do me an extra solid and whatever platform you're using right now to listen to it, if you just go ahead and subscribe so that way you can always know when a new episode drops for you so you can be in the know. And also if you would just go ahead and leave me a little review, mark that star, whether it be the first star or the fifth star, whatever you're fill on that day and leave me a little review. I'd love to hear from you. Thank you so much again for all your love and support. Sending you all the love and light your way. Thanks again for tuning in to Just Talking. Have the best day.